Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Welcome to Around the Hearn as I sit. It is Friday night. I'm in Columbus at Lower.com Field. And I just saw the uh, Division Three State Championship headed to uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati Country Day. Up ends Ottawa Glendorf 1-0. But it's volleyball that we're going to talk a lot about on this show coming up here in just a few. It's interviews from before the semifinals on Thursday. Whitney Bremen, Coach Diana Kramer, and Tammy Gregory, the mentor at Crestview. And Bremen ends up walking away with the win in that ball game in Dayton. And they will play for a state title on Saturday at 11 a.m. Unfortunately, Metter Lake Catholic beat Versailles. But Coldwater will move on to take on Metter Lake Catholic on Saturday at 1 o'clock in the state finals. That the Division Three matchup. All Ohio Volleyball brought out this week. Division Four's first team goes to Olivia Heitkamp from New Bremen. Lindsey Canning from Marion Local and Kate Sherman from Rushi. Second team for Fort Loramie, Summer Hoying and Abby Powers from New Bremen. Jenna Barhorse for Fort Loramie makes third team. Lydia Eifert, Marion Local, and Maya Monin from Rushi are the honorable mention picks in Division 4. Division 3, Kristen Bornholt from Versailles and Mia Niekamp from St. Henry are the Division 1 or Division 3 first teamers. Spencer Etzler from Coldwater second. Jenna Ligers, her teammate, is third. And Chloe Gales from St. Henry is an honorable mention pick. Last week, cross-country, Minster Girls won their 15th cross-country title. That's a record, by the way. St. Mary's Girls fell in the regional finals 4-1 to Copley, who are getting ready to play in about 45 minutes against the defending Division Three champions and the Lady Spartans of Waynesville here in Columbus. Former Minster coach Nate Moore became the winningest all-time coach in Maslin Tiger football history last weekend. Big congratulations to him. Surpassing Paul Brown. If you're going to beat a Maslin record, why not beat Paul Brown? His 81st victory. Big football games coming up this weekend. You've got Wapak and Hamilton Baden, who were supposed to play in 2020, but COVID had an effect on that. Wapak is 111 straight. They're taking uh, on Baden, the team that knocked out WBL Bo St. Mary's last year. They're playing at Troutwood Madison. Coldwater and Liberty Center at Lima Senior. The uh, Coldwater Cavaliers won 14 3 last week behind. Marcel Blassen games uh, touchdown run came back from a broken leg less than a month earlier. Van Wert travels to Marion Harding to take on Wes Holmes. And this is a matchup of uh, Sam Williams-Dixon with seven touchdowns last week against St. Mary's taking on Aiden Pratt, the uh, all-Northwest Conference quarterback or Northwest District quarterback. Marion Local and Versailles. I'm excited about this one. Friday night, uh, the uh, Van Wert game, uh, Saturday the uh, Marion Local Versailles game. You can hear it on K94. Versailles, the last team back on September the 23rd to actually score against Marion Local. That game, I'm excited because I get two games. Go to Ohio Northern for a 2.30 kickoff. You can watch on NK Telco as they are taking on Wilmington. And then uh, I'll turn on the radio. Spend the day with me on Saturday. Allen East Tri-Village, Macomb LCC, Antwerp Gibsonburg, New Bremen and Ansoni. They're playing down in Greenville and Minster and Fort Loramie. Bremen and Sonia Minster Loramie winners will play each other next week. That should be a good one. But speaking of good ones, Diana Kramer, the head coach of the uh, state bound, state finals bound, that is, 
The Raven Cardinals coming up in just a few, and Tammy Gregory of the uh, Crestview Knights, who themselves had a heck of a season on tap in just a few when we come back here on Around the Hearn. Lee Chipsel Sales and Service, 650 West Urban Road. New Chevys, Buicks, GMCs, and all your pre-owned vehicles. We've got an award-winning service department and an award-winning parts department. What a great team. 866-LEE-KINSEL, LeeKinsel.com, 650 West Urban Road, Van Wert, Ohio. Come see us and you'll leave happy. There's nothing like a Kinsel deal. We've been in business for over 50 years and looking forward to the next 50. 650 West Urban Road, Lee Kinsel Sales and Service. Come on over, Lima Land. State finals and volleyball coming up this weekend as we get ready to wrap up the uh, fall season and talking it now to the head volleyball coach at Crestview and Tammy Gregory. And you've got a lot of things to do. I mean, we talk on Monday night between now and just kind of getting to the point to play the game. It's a lot. It's very overwhelming, but I guess it's a good problem to have. It's exciting. The girls are excited. Um, but, yeah, a lot of, lot of preparations here. And it's so cool. I mean, you just kind of look at how this run goes, and you guys have had a roller coaster, I would think, of an emotional week the last couple of games with how everything went. You beat a really good team in Calvert, beat a good team in Hicksville. But you do you pull out the hairs, or do they just continue to turn gray? Um, I think they just continue to turn gray, but, you know, it, it's been a great, great group. You know, I can't say enough about them, and, they, they just have things figured out, and, you know, they're so competitive. They're hardworking. They get along so well. They just – they believe in, you know, each other. And, guys, you know, who wouldn't want to coach, a, you know, a team like that? And it, it just made it so much more enjoyable. And, you know, winning always, you know, is fun. But, you know, they have – they've come up with some big games, and I think that's really built their confidence too. Kind of a, uh, a catch-22 for Crestview in that whenever, hopefully uh... – way after Saturday night that when you were done with these young ladies that they pick up a different kind of ball and look for some success. How is that with having a group like this that's already had success in basketball and in the uh, in the spring and in the summer that does it make it an easier transition because they automatically already buy in? Um, they, they do, you know, but then at the same time, you know, um, you know, there's only – I only have – you know, three that were a part of that state team, you know, we're, we're a young team, um, but still, you know, they, they've, you know, they may have had siblings or, you know, cousins, you know, a part of that. And, and just saying, you know, they may have been in junior high at that. So they do buy and you know, they know the excitement and it's everybody's dream. It's everybody's girl's dream. If you know, you're know you in that in sports that you want to get to this next, this next level, you know, who doesn't want to go to state. And so, you know, sometimes even them, you know, like, I can't believe we're here, you know, it, it's real, it's here. So, um, um, it, it ha- you know, it does. It does feed off into them. I would be remiss if I did not ask you this because I heard it on the radio and my buddies were covering Tiffin Calvert, the reason why they were there. They were not all that thrilled with your student section afterwards where they were chanting that Calvert was overrated. Do you, in, in your head, do you just kind of laugh of kids being kids or do you kind of look at them and go, maybe you could just chill out for a minute? Um, you know, kids will be kids, you know, if, if a coach had to, you know, deal with, you know, that and be in control of that, you know, it's, it's impossible. And, and I think that, you know, this day and age, you know, things are different and, you know, um, you hear it a lot, you know, I go down to the state tournament every year and you hear that chant so much. Um, I'm not a coach that likes those kind of chants. I never have been, you know, there's so many different, you know, chairs that you can do, 
but I think that, you know, um, we're not there all the time. And I think a lot of times, you know, you learn from other schools and um, that's just kind of, you know, what they did. But, you know, I, I didn't realize that, you know, I, I didn't even hear, to be real honest with you, I didn't even hear them chanting that, um, but I did hear about it. Yeah. I would say it's kind of an odd thing, I guess, from a quote unquote adult perspective, as I kind of moonlight to be that it's okay. Well, what does that say about you? If they're overrated and you struggled to beat them was always kind of my thing to kids. Mm-hmm. Of well, then yeah. you, you should have beaten them. Then this is really no, there's no point in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I think that they were just, you know, looking at the rankings, you know, um, you know, with them ranked, you know, a lot higher than us and things like that, because you always see those, you know, on the, um, the tournament draws, you know, and things like that. And when you see the media and it's always like, you know, number four versus number 16, you know, and things like that, because that's, to be honest with you, that's the only way that they would know that, right. you know, they, they don't, they don't know um, good volleyball teams, to average volleyball teams, you know, student sections don't know that they feed off of what they see in the media. Hey, the good news is they're paying attention. They are. They are. That's right. Yeah. I, I blame the media. I get that. I, I, I 100% blame the media. Uh, hey, speaking yeah. of that, you have the number one team in the state coming up this week. Uh, it's obviously an agreement team that you know well. Thursday at 2 o'clock, the team that you guys met when you started 1-3, two losses to two teams who were playing in the state Final Four with Bremen and Coldwater. You lose 3 nothing back in August. I realize, obviously, a much different team from that point, and I've seen and heard what you guys have done to other teams, but is there anything you can take away from that, or is that so far removed of its okay, we're, we're a different team. We now just kind of do us. Um, you know, you, you gotta, you've got to look past that. Um, we are we are a different team now. You know, we're in a completely different lineup than we were. You know, that was the second game of our season, and what we've been able to accomplish this year and how we've gotten stronger together. We trust one another. We understand our roles better. And, you know, I, I always tell my girls, they're human just like we are. You know, nobody's perfect. And, you know, is it going to be a good match? You know, yes, it is. And, you know, the best team's going to come out on top. But, um, you know, I I just, I look at it as how awesome it is to be in this position, to be able to even be playing in the semifinals, to be working your way for a state championship. And that's that's what even means more. When you uh, come schematically, or I guess teams try to come schematically at you, where is it that they can attack you? Because between Maya Etzler, Lacey McCoy, and Adeline Figley, they each have almost 300 kills. It doesn't seem like there's a, a weak spot to where a team can just go, all right, we know they have one girl. Let's go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we do have a lot of weapons this year, and that, that's what's so nice, you know, on any given night. Um, you know, but, I, I, you know, all I can say is volleyball is a game of momentum, and that can change so quickly. You know, so quickly you'll see these runs that teams are able to get on us or maybe runs that we're able to get on someone else, and, I think that's what's what what it's going to come down to is the unforced errors. I didn't even think about, by the way, about bringing up Haley McCoy, who leads your team in blocks. Of uh-huh. when one comes at you, it seems like everywhere that there is a a hole or a loose ball, especially in that fifth set against Calvert that I was listening to, it seemed like you guys were kind of willing yourself to get there, and you had kind of an odd thing earlier with Callie in her hand, did you not? Um, did she, I'm sorry. No, what did Callie have to? Callie came out at one point, something with her hand. Uh, no, Callie never did. Um, 
Lacey oh, um, dove over. Yeah, Lacey dove over, and the um, the crowd kind of like on that rubber mat and just um, tore a hunk of skin out of her hand. And a lot of times she was waving it because it was just burning, you know, with the sweat and things like that. Uh, a lot of people thought that she injured her wrist, but no, she didn't come out either. That that just goes to prove how tough your girls are. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did she turn to you and just sort of look at you and say, "No, leave me alone," or did you have to? maybe have a little conversation. Um, no, no, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything. You know, she was, I mean, that would be the last thing that she wanted. That would be the last thing that we would want for our team. And no, she just fought through it. She was just trying to dry it out. And, you know, she was right back in the next, next rotation. You know, she was right in the front row hitting. So you would never know that that just happened. What was it about in the middle of that fourth set, kind of going into that fifth set where, was it your crowd that the girls were able to feed off or what was it? It felt like listening to it that you can hear kind of an audible turn in how things were going. You guys just flip a switch or what happened there in the middle? Um, let's see. We won the first one. You know, that fourth set, you know, we, we lost, um, you know, and, and we were just, you know, and, the girls aren't ready to quit. You know, they're not ready for that season to be, you know, and there's, they're not done yet. You know, there's still something out there that they want to earn, that they want to, you know, they want to earn, they want to bring that gold trophy home. And so they're not going to quit. And I just think that, you know, the end of the fourth set, you know, we kind of had a little momentum, you know, we did, you know, make a, make a run, but that fifth set, they knew that was do or die, you know, and, and that was it. And that could, that was the deciding point of their season at that could have been the deciding point of their season right there. And they just came out with that jump start and, I did. I thought our crowd was loud. You know, both sides were loud, and it's kind of hard to hear each other, but, you know, who wouldn't want that type of tournament atmosphere? I'm always fascinated with coaches if there's a point. You guys go into conference play in the middle of September. You start with Lipsick. You're at home, but you're sitting at 2-5. and five. You've lost to some terrific teams. Is there a panic button, or is there a meeting at that point, or anything that had to get said? Because it seemed like when you got into conference play, something just took over and the girls just started 3-0, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, it starts with, you know, the, the competition, the, the, the caliber of teams that we were playing, you know, was, was phenomenal. And, you know, we, we talked and we sat in the locker room, you know, quite a while after those losses and things. And, you know, I always tell the girls, you know, we've got to take something from this and learn from this. You know, and I reminded them even back then is, you know, we're, we're playing this type of competition because this is what's going to pull you through at the end. This is going to help you, you know, when it comes to that second season. We talked a lot about that even at the beginning season when we're getting beat, you know, but, you know, they were good teams. You know, they weren't any walkover teams. And, you know, that and here we are again. And I, I've mentioned that even in the locker room, you know, because I'm, I'm asked that a lot. You know, your record was this, you know, what happened? But it goes back to they prepared you. They prepared you for this. When you go into this week and you look at the first time around, Olivia Heitkamp, Rihanna Paul have a 27 kills between the two of them. They end up being uh, pretty efficient in terms of their percentages as well. Do you change what you've been doing or do you just, uh, again, it kind of goes back to, do you worry about them or do you just do what you do? You know, I'm one of those coaches that, you know, We'll, we'll talk about things, you know, we'll talk about, you know, we know who they're going to go to more and things like that kind of, you know, cheat different ways and so forth. But at the same time, when the going gets tough, 
it's going to be, you know, we've got to go, we've got to play our game, you know, and sometimes it's just getting it on the other side and, you know, allowing them to make that mistake. Sometimes it's not going for the kill all the time, just making it playable and, you know, give them, you know, make them prove that they can get it back over. And, um, but we're just going to go and play our game and do what we do best. As you've gone through this tournament, maybe uh, through the part of the season, is there a point or a, I guess a game or something, a night that sticks out to you where you just go, that was the one that I needed to remind me that coaching in volleyball is just supposed to be fun? Um, I, I think a big, big turning point for us was at our invite. Um, you know, we, we had a team drop out, so we only had seven. And, you know, I put up um, us against, you know, what I thought was the number one team, you know, um, Belmont and Indiana, you know, they were, I think ranked second or third and three a at that time. And, you know, they, they won our invite pretty easily the year before. And, um, I knew I was only going to get two matches, but we just, I mean, we came out to play that day and we beat them in two. And I, I think right then the girls are like, wow, you know, we can compete at a completely different level. And I think from that point on, they, they've just, they've, they've never stopped. And, you know, just the, their confidence level. And, you know, we might, your team might get a couple, you know, runs on us and things like that, but they, they just never give up. You know, they know that we're going to take one point at a time and, you know, we're going to, we're going to compete. <laughs> Monroeville, Newark Catholic, Crestview, New Bremen. Is any one of those huh? names, is that the, maybe any point of what you expected to be there or is anybody jump out to you where you kind of go, all right, I thought they might make a little run, but that'll be an interesting uh, kind of matchup. Um, you know, n- not really. You know, I, you, you see upsets all the time throughout the tournament trail. And, you know, you can you can look at rankings, you know, and, and I think a lot of people, you know, look at rankings and just look at records versus maybe their strength of schedule and, and things like that. And, um, no, I, I just think, you know, at any given day, I, I feel like there's times where any team can get to that level. You know, it just depends on the any any given night. And, you know, you see that happen in tournament all the time, and that's what you preach to the girls over and over is, you know, what they did during season means nothing. What their record, you know, does mean nothing. If you've played them already, that means nothing. You know, it's a whole new season. Um, it's anybody's game, and everybody's out there for the same goal. How many people will be left in convoy this weekend? I'm not sure. You know, they're excited. You know, it's it's something different, you know, Um you know, we just had, you know, our booster club meeting. So, you know, that's what the girls are. You know, they talk about that, you know, a lot. Like, you know, oh, my gosh, how many fans will be there? So it is. It's something different for us, you know, because, like I said, it has been a long time. But, you know, we hope to see, you know, a lot there. That might be the coolest thing that I've seen because you know that from previous years, and I, I've seen it down there, that New Bremen will bring the entire, pretty much the entire county. Mercer County will all yeah. be there rooting them on. But I've noticed mm-hmm. – the last handful of years when the NWC has been able to bring somebody down there that it's now getting uh, kind of closer and closer that all the coaches and all the kids and all the players are now down there rooting for one another to succeed. It is. And, and that's neat to see, you know, some of the girls, you know, they'll talk about that, you know, you might be supposed to be warming up, but they do, they see different people walking in, you know, Oh my gosh, did you see who was there? And, you know, and just the, the support, you know, the, the social media, you know, the, the girls reaching out to, other, you know, each other from other schools and coaches. And, and that, that means the world. That means to the world, the coaches, the players, you know, that, that's something special that they notice you. They know 
you know, what you've been able to accomplish. I'm just excited to see all the blue and gold people from down the way rooting for you guys. Yep. <laughs> and there have been, a, there, you know, and that's been nice. There's, there's been a lot of those, you know, and, and it is, you know, they're, they're going to be there. Because it's been the reverse of that. I mean, with baseball, you know, it's been uh, Crestview rooting on Lincoln View when they've gone to state. Mm-hmm. And I know Lincoln View, uh, I believe Crestview beat Lincoln View on the way to the Final Four last year in basketball. And it's it's such a neat thing because we we obviously, uh, a little bit older than the girls, joke about rivalries and kind of what it used to be and all that. But there's nothing like having your rival have to root for you for them to sort of be a little more successful in their season. It is, you know, and like I said, it's nice, you know, um, you know, you're, you're happy for the teams, you know, you're happy for the community um, because, you know, it's just like you said, it, it's a lot different than, you know, maybe when we were in school, things like that, you know, especially back when I was in school, we, we didn't mix with, you know, kids from other schools, you know, that just, you just didn't see that happening. And now, you know, everybody's, you know, running around with different people from different schools and, and, and that's what's nice. You know, even when you go compete with them, you know, during season, you know, you have those friendships and those relationships, and that 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 means a lot. Yeah, I can tell you at Spencerville, we were not rooting for Devils Jefferson to win anything. Yeah, he <laughs> said that's fine. Our season's over. That I'm not rooting for them to win anything. Uh huh. Yes. Yep. Things have changed. What's uh What's the week like for you guys? I mean, we sit here and we talk on Monday night. You play obviously Thursday afternoon. Do you go down Wednesday and it kind of to get the whole team experience and just kind of hang out before you? obviously watch the uh, first game and get ready for yours? We are. Um, you know, that was a decision that we had to make. And I, I just look at it as we've got to take it all in. You know, let, let's take this in. Let's enjoy this time. You know, the, the girls have earned it. They've earned this time. Um, and let's, let's create a lot of memories because, you know, it's a time that you're not going to forget. And, you know, what's so awesome is, you know, I was the last group that went to state, you know, in volleyball, the only ones, you know, in 31 years ago. So, um, you know, I can tell them, I, I still feel like it was yesterday when I walked into the Nutter Center and when we were in the auxiliary gym and, you know, the locker rooms, you know, and I, I can still remember that. And there are times that I, I'm never going to forget. And, you know, you can you can talk about conference awards, district awards and things like that, but people don't remember that. People are going to remember who went to state. People are going to remember you because your picture's on the wall and, and that that's big. Do you laugh at the picture and kind of uh, wish you could maybe get a different one? Because every other coach has always told me that years later. Yes, yes, yes I would. <laughs> See, why Why couldn't I have had a better picture that day? <laughs> that's right, that's right. But that that is such a, a neat little thing that you're able to pass on to the girls because, you know, obviously I don't want to say anybody can do the game part of it, meaning, you know, anybody can have that experience that's there. But to be able to – I've always heard coaches and players say – I remember the game, the, the ring looks neat or the picture or the poster or whatever, but I remember something stupid that happened on the bus or what we did in the hotel years later, something uh-huh. like that. Yes, you're exactly right. I was just talking about that Snyder Booster Club meeting. Yes. Well, all the clean things that you can tell them that you remember anyways. That's right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of one of those, a couple of them are just for me, mm-hmm. but it is awesome. I, I know that, uh, Obviously, all of the northern part of Northwest Ohio is rooting for you. I probably can't say that with uh, maybe Mercer and Alglaze County. That's right. They, they they support one another. But, you know, I have a lot of good friends, you know, in that area and a part of the MAC um, that, you know, I grew up with coaching, you know, or just, just close friends that I grew up with. 
um, that are very supportive, you know, and so happy for our program too, you know, because like I said, it is an honor, you know, the teams in this area, you know, it's a fight, it's a battle to get there. And for us to be able to achieve that, you know, there, there's still people that are happy for you and just for, for us to be, even to be able to experience that they're, they're happy for us. Well, I'm over the moon for you. I, I wish you and the girls the best luck Thank this weekend. You. Thank you so much. We're excited. That's our uh, talk about uh, Crestview Volleyball. They will well play <laughs> to Bremen on a Thursday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Dayton. Back with some more here in just a couple of minutes. Ottawa's iconic Red Pig Inn is under new ownership. Anissa and Nate Musil, along with Kyle Benro, have brought back the original award-winning rib recipe to go along with their daily specials. Open daily from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., but closed on Tuesdays. The Red Pig has great drink selections and a spacious bar and dining area. Come watch your favorite sports on their 12 big-screen TVs, which includes WZOQ's coverage of select Lady Titans basketball games. The Red Pig Inn, 1470 North Perry Street in Ottawa. Talking to Bremen Volleyball now, the uh, D4 Coach of the Year in at Diana Kramer, 26-1 uh, and one in another state semifinals appearance. First of all, congratulations on all those extra days and all the hard work paying off to get to this point. Thank you. It's very, very exciting right now. I know that uh, it obviously comes with kind of a price that I would imagine there's a, a thing in the middle where the girls kind of get worn down, but it seems like you have a team full of Energizer Bunnies and that when they get down – they just get right back up and then just seem to go even harder. Right. I mean, I'm very, very proud of my team and the growth that we've shown this year. Um, they've put in a lot of time and effort in this off season um, to get better. And then, you know, coming in the season, a lot of girls have changed positions. Um, we've had some injuries to three players, one key player from last year. So, you know, just trying to figure it out and find our groove and find, you know, what works best for us has has led to some highs and some lows. Um, but they've always come with the mission that we're going to do what's best for the team. Whatever you say, coach, let's go. Why not us? Why not now? That's kind of our motto for the year. Um, and now all of a sudden it's November and we're still playing volleyball. We've got seven straight three nothing wins. Is there uh, just that belief, or like you said, the girls just bought in and it just doesn't seem like a lot of the 50-50 balls anybody else has a shot at right now? Um, well, you know, that's that's quite a compliment, and I haven't really thought about that because every game has been so intense against high-level competition, you know, dating back to Temple Christian, and then we faced Mary Muggle, who was our only loss of the season, and then there's Jackson Center with one of, one of the best coaches in the state of Ohio who took a set off of us and played us really tough, and then there was Fort Laramie who we squeaked by in five. So, you know, it's, it's when you say it like that, it, it just is so humbling. And I'm humble enough to know that at this point in the game, anybody on any given day can beat you. So, you know, that focus and that mentality going into the game on Thursday is going to be key for us. Um, and just knowing and trusting, trusting the process and, you know, staying focused throughout the entire match is going to be really, really important. I talked to John Rogers at Fort Laramie last week, and it was before your match with them. He had nothing but just positive plaudits for your program. And he talked about kind of that first time around where he didn't know if there was anything he could take from it. Can you get anything from, because you guys played them in uh, such an early part of the season, 
to that um, second time around? Right. I mean, I think that Crestview's a very different team than they were their second game of season, and we're a very different team than we were that second game of season. So, you know, that is something that fans might talk about. I don't really think either team is focusing on the fact that we have played each other, especially when it was so, so early. Um, and Crestview has made some changes, and they're much improved, and Tammy does a wonderful, wonderful job. And she actually just posted on Facebook, we're really good friends, and back in 2019, they were in the front row watching us and cheering us on and congratulating me and the Cardinal volleyball team after winning that state championship. And she said, you know, hopefully someday this is where my girls can play. And then she just reposted it on Facebook. And it would just, it's just neat to see, you know, we're ultimate competitors, but we're also really good friends and it's just good for volleyball. And it's good for the girls to see the, the respect that can be shown throughout programs across the entire state. Well, and again, kind of similar to John Rogers, I actually just yes, interviewed Tammy, and she said this kind of the same thing. She had nothing but just the utmost respect for you and your program, and she talked a lot about a lot of the same things that you just said where, yeah, we're opponents for a period of time, but we're also right. ultimately we all love each other and right. we're proud of right. Northwest, West Central Ohio, however you want to look at it. Absolutely, yeah. They, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, something that makes volleyball so special in this area. And I actually think all sports, the communities rally behind each other and they um, support each other and they'll be down there cheering and um, they know how special it is to the girls on the team and the players. Um, And just like I said, this entire region, the coaches just support each other and they're willing to help each other out and they're willing to be, be each other's number one fans because they've all been through the grind and they know what it's like. Um, and I have the utmost respect for Tammy and, you know, all the nice things that John has said, his team's really, really was really, really good this year. So it's just, it's really cool to like sit back and reflect upon all of that stuff. Obviously, you know, what's coming uh, as far as the way things lay out that you're going to have to beat good team after good team after good team. But right. when you saw the way that the regional laid out, you've got Jackson center, you've got Fort Loramie, You've got Rushi. Did you just kind of laugh of, again, we have to do all of this again? We did this already. Twice. Right. You, you know, so we're playing in the Northwest District, and then we're going south. Um, the nice thing what the Southwest District does is they put all the teams in one pool, and they're able to, you know, all of those teams are able to make it to the regional. In the Northwest District, teams are put in the districts by their geographic location. And if that was the case, the Southwest District would look really, really different because only one team, only Jackson Center, Rushi, or Fort Army would make it to the regional. So, you know, it's kind of has happened in years past where this is just how it's been working. And, you know, hopefully there's some conversations that can be had, you know, moving forward about, you know, maybe changing some things in the Northwest District and, and allowing those best teams to or those teams that prove themselves in the regular season a chance to possibly advance farther or play those bigger games a little farther down the tournament trail. So, yeah. I had actually just had a conversation with somebody about that last week of I remember doing the uh, districts in Van Wert, and it was Uh you guys, Audeville, St. Henry, and I think Marion Local, and it was the top four teams in the state in that district. Yeah, yep. Yep. I mean, it seems, it seems to happen all the time. And if you look back at 
Division Three this year with Coldwater, St. Henry, Parkway, OG. Um, even I think Van Buren was there. It it was just a loaded, loaded district, and you know, hopefully, like I said, those conversations happen, and you know, we can do more of a super super sectional where teams that earn earn you know this great record in the regular season and they have this strength of schedule that's really really good that they can kind of pick where they want to go and then you know set the tournament up that way well i would think that at this point if anybody has the clout to try to help to get that done it has to be you um yeah i mean i think that i think it's it's a whole northwest district board and um all with all the teams the administrators you know working together and doing what's best for the student athletes in our area and, you know, keeping them at the forefront is the most important thing. I'm just saying when I hear other coaches talk about coaches that they respect, whether it's in Northwest Ohio or it's in the state, your name is always pretty high on their list. (sighs) I mean, that, that just, it's very humbling for you to say that. Um, And I feel like, everybody's been very, very supportive and I'm here to support everybody else also. Um, and it's, it's, it's a process. It's, it's a grind and it's, it's humbling to hear that for sure. And it kind of like makes you, makes me feel like awkward or speechless when you say that, but you know, we're here for the kids and that's the most important thing. Well, again, it wasn't just me. I have a very high opinion of, of you, and I've always been a big fan of what you've been able to do, but it's the way that you go about it. And, and like I said, I've had many coaches say that to me, but is there a point this year that, I mean, obviously you guys have a, a high tradition and you're always very good because you work very hard, but is there a point this year where you kind of looked at it and said, every team is different, but I feel like this team has the potential to go a long way? Yeah, so, you know, like you said, every, every season is different. Every team is different. Um, we, like I said, we faced some injuries and it the one key injury was Mia Schmidtmeyer. She was an all Ohio kid last year that was going to be our stud coming back. And when she went down, um, you know, everybody was incredibly sad and it's still heartbreaking to see her on the sideline. She got in on senior night and registered her first kill of the season, first and only kill of the season but she's still such a pivotal part of what we're trying to accomplish and do this year. So they bought into the motto of why not us? Why not now? We trust the process and we continue to work hard and, you know, we're there for the team and not just ourselves. Anything's possible. And I feel like this summer, like in July, we were playing in some good team camps and some good tournaments. And I saw moments of greatness and my coaching staff saw it. And I'm like, all right, this could be pretty special. And then just giving, giving them to believe in the fact that they could be really good was a huge key to what we were trying to do. A lot of people, you know, will walk into a game and they say they feel confident, like we're confident we can win this game. And something that I preached to them the past month, the past six weeks is don't feel confident. If confidence is your feeling, you're going to lose that feeling the second you make a mistake. So we mentally have to be prepared that you might not feel confident. You have to be confident. You have to be confident in the moment. Confident people make mistakes. Confident people, you know, make things don't always go well for confident people, but confident people and confident teams can bounce back from those um, plays or that adversity that we could face. And I think that it's, it finally started registering with them. And, 
you know, I have some young girls on my team playing in some pretty big games and, you know, the seniors have bought into the fact that the freshmen need to help them along the way and the freshmen are leaning on the seniors and it's just neat to see them all gel together and come together as a team and not only feel confident, but be confident in what they're trying to do. And more importantly, you know, they're learning these life lessons when they leave the volleyball program um, because volleyball is going to be such a small fraction of their whole life in general. But hopefully someday they can look back and say, you know what, I remember when Coach Kramer told me that I need to be confident when I go into this job interview or I need to be confident when I'm applying for this job or walking into a, you know, a, a big room where I have to give a speech. And, you know, hopefully they can reflect back and say, you know what, not only did volleyball create all of these special memories with my friends and in front of a community that loves us, but also has made me a stronger person to, to leave this program and make the world a better place. I saw the video of the kill that you're talking about, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how the guy got into my house to bring onions and a knife with him to cut them up while, where I was yeah, at. Yeah, I know. But that, to me, was – that's not even a sports moment. That's just a feel-good right. personal moment. And I think that guy's here again because even tried to tell the story of it. He just right. shows up all the time. Right. I know. I remember – I mean, I remember that play vividly. It was, it was amazing, and all of a sudden – the score, I look up and it's nine to five and I'm still crying on the sidelines because I know how special that was. And it just, the whole gym, like just felt, felt it. And they were still feeling it, you know, how many points later. And that's something that not only me, I won't forget, but anybody that was in that gym realizes just how special it was. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, you guys are always looking toward the future, trying to continue on with the tradition that you've built and are currently on uh, display this weekend, you had a really cool thing where you started your sixth grade volleyball tournament. That turned out pretty well for New Bremen, I'm told. Yeah. Um, so the little girls in New Bremen, they work incredibly hard. They, you know, I teach second grade, so there's a lot of excitement and a lot of people come to camps and they're working hard and, you know, they're, they're listening and they're watching and, just this past week before we played Fort Army, I talked about, you know, that little girl inside of a, most of these girls that are on the team right now were managers three years ago, four years ago, even, you know, last year they're sitting in the stands watching, hoping that someday that they can play in a district final or a regional final or in the Nutter center. And now they get that opportunity. And that's the key that all of these girls in second grade or in fourth grade at New Bremen or in elementary, they, they're looking up to these girls and they're their role models. And not only is it a volleyball thing, but it's just a community thing. Like they believe girls believe boys believe in this town now that they can compete at the highest level and they can win championships. And, you know, our football team's doing really good. Our cross country team had a great season. The boys were Mac champions. The baseball and softball teams are doing great track. Um, Swimming, like I, I don't want to leave anything out. Bowling just got started in town. The girls and boys basketball teams are, are having success. Um, it's just so neat to see kids excel and find what they're really good at, and then everybody supports them. And I talked about how we showed up to play Fort Laramie in the regional finals, and there were probably 350 new Bremen fans in the stands already when we walked into the gym. And most of those people didn't have a daughter on the team or a granddaughter. They were there because they're from New Bremen and 
New Bremen was playing. And that's what makes everything so special that's happening right now because we're here for the name across the front of our shirt, not only the name on the back of our shirt. When people buy into that, really, really special things can happen. And I, for years, have said uh, people have gone on about, you know, if things aren't D1, they don't matter or whatever. And I've said, I don't think you understand what it's truly like in a small community or in a small uh-huh. county that right. you don't, you, yeah, that's great. You know, you have all these amazing athletes and God bless those kids. They'll do amazing things, but you don't understand mm-hmm. what it's like to, to see people like you're talking about. Not only people who don't even have anybody on the team, but now your opponents and their family and they're all coming right. to support you because they're not playing you, but they just want right. to see people they know do better. And there's no, right better I guess way to explain it than that's just how Mercer County is it's it's amazing and you know you say Mercer County I'm from St. Henry originally so Mercer County it is but you know New Bremen is in Glaze County actually part of New Bremen well, okay, is both. in Mercer County too um, but just the small schools in the Northwest District it's just so special um, because it matters to them and they take such pride in it and I knew after I graduated high school I went to um, Pittsburgh and I student taught in the big cities and it takes a special person to, you know, work in the city schools and do those kind of things. And I knew that someday I needed to move back home and I wanted to, you know, grow up in a small town and ha- or, or have my children grow up in a small town because there's nothing like it. And it, like you said, it's hard to describe that to someone unless you actually live, live through it and you get to actually experience and then see it. But the small, small town, atmosphere and feel is just electric you've been through this a a number of times now of making the state tournament and watching your work pay off but how cool is it to be able to take a team like Coldwater down there with you and see their program growing Mm -hmm. I mean on Thursday at the Nutter Center New Bremen plays at two Versailles plays at four and Coldwater plays at six and all of those teams are from our conference and last night we had the MAC banquet and they talked about um, how MAC teams in the postseason, MAC volleyball teams in the postseason are 21 and two. So the only losses, like the only way that these MAC teams are getting knocked out is by playing each other. You know, St. Henry beat Coldwater. We beat Marion local, Marion local beat New Knoxville. Um, it's, it's, when you like reflect on that, it's just the level of volleyball in, in this area, specifically the MAC is just off the charts. Well, I hope that there's a lot of success for the entire Mac this weekend. Mm -hmm. Yep. I I'm hoping, I'm hoping so too. Well, congratulations again on everything so far and best of luck coming up in a couple of days. Thank you. That's the head coach at Debreman in Diana Kramer back with some more here in just a couple of minutes. Are you looking to relax after today's game with hot chicken wraps, wings, pizza, or cheese fries? Who's ready for a cold beverage or a warming drink? Hawker's Bar and Grill in downtown Columbus Grove is open and ready to serve a late-night dinner or celebrate your team's win with late-night snacks and drinks. Hawker's is located at 209 West Sycamore Street next to the railroad. Be sure to stop in for post-game socializing or give them a call for takeout. You can also find Hawker's on Facebook for the schedule of daily specials and events. The new staff at Hawker's is ready to serve you. Hey, hey, a big thank you to uh, Tammy Gregory and to... uh, 
Diana Kramer for coming on the show and talking about their teams. Again, he got to hear kind of the game plan about what they were going to do against one another before the uh, semifinals actually took place that had New Bremen winning. Girls basketball getting ready to start. Boys basketball getting ready to start. Wrestling getting ready to start. The uh, fall season as we know it coming to an end for nearly every sport but football this weekend in just about three or four weeks until we end the uh, fall season in December. Because why not? In can. That's what I've got for the uh, show this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you tell your friends. And again, a big thanks to uh, Coach Kramer and to Coach Gregory for being on the show this week. So much more coming up on the uh, show in the next couple of weeks. I hope that we'll have some coaches' previews for the winter sports season. But for now, that's what I've got. Thanks for supporting this little show. And God bless all the local athletes that took place during the fall and are getting ready to suit up during the winter. And thank you so much for listening and for letting me help call those games. Have a great night and an even better tomorrow. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.